Hello and welcome to Princess in the Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Sawyers, and I'm ready to talk Disney movies past and present. Once upon a time, Hannah and Ryan sat down to talk about what's new to Disney Plus in August 2022. What's going on, guys? Um, I don't know who guys are, because it's just me. I'm talking to the listeners. Oh, okay. Well, in August, there are not a ton of new things coming to Disney+, Plus, but starting Wednesday, August 3rd, Alice's Wonderland Bakery, Season 1, The Ghost of Molly McGee, Season 1, Lightyear, which I'm really excited to watch again, Marvel Studios Assembled, The Making of Miss Marvel, High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, Episode 302, Friday, August 5th, The Lion King 2019 sing-along version, as well as The Lion King 2 Simba's Pride sing-along version, and Old Dogs, as well as Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation, which will be premiering for the first time on Disney+. Ben has arranged a surprise vacation for his friends aboard the Galactic Star Cruiser, the Halcyon? That's how I'm reading it. Okay. But Finn's plan quickly goes awry when he's separated from the group. Alone on on board the ship, Finn encounters three force spirits, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, and Princess Leia, who each share their own unexpected stories of vacations gone wrong. Wednesday, August 10th, Bluey Season 3 with 25 episodes will release on Disney+, Plus. Running Wild with Bear Grylls The Challenge Season 1, I Am Group premiere with all shorts streaming, High School Musical The Musical The Series, Episode 303, Friday, August 12th, Disney Summer Magic Quest, as well as both Father of the Bride 1 and Father of the Bride 2. Wednesday, August 17th, Meet Spidey and His Amazing Friends, Season 2, and the first episode of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law will premiere, as well as High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, Episode 304. Friday, August 19th, Beauty and the Beast, the 1991 and 2017 versions will release in sing-along form and tangled sing-along form. Wednesday, August 24th, Season 8 of Blackish, as well as Chibi Tiny Tales Shorts, Season 2. Eureka, Season 1, 4 episodes, and High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, Episode 305, and She-Hulk, Episode 2. Friday, August 26th, Doc McStuffins, The Doc is 10. And Wednesday, August 31st, closing out the month, is America's National Park, Season 1, Europe from Above, Season 2, Secrets of the Zoo Down Under, and or two-episode premiere, Episodes 1 and 2. The Andor series will explore a new perspective from the Star Wars galaxy focusing on Cassian Andor's journey to discover the difference he can make. The series brings forward the tale of burgeoning rebellion against the Empire and how people and planets became involved. It's an era filled with danger, deception, and intrigue where Cassian will embark on the path that's destined to turn him into a rebel hero. High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, Episode 306, She-Hulk, Episode 3. Disney's sing-along releases have started, um, and they weren't announced until our last episode, so since we recorded last time Disney+, Plus, Moana, the sing-along, has released on Disney+, Plus, and The Little Mermaid sing-along has released. Those both released on July 22nd. Ryan, what are you excited for? 
I'm excited for She-Hulk and Andor. Both of those look like a really fun and interesting dive into the the mythos for each broad universe, for respectively. Um, I'm excited for Tangled, the sing-along version, because those songs are so iconic, as well as Bluey Season 3. We can end... We can finish watching season two and jump right into season three. Absolutely. So as you can tell, Katie is not with us today. Um, however, I will be reading her recommendation. She will be talking about Nat Geo's America the Beautiful. Ryan? I'm going to be talking about Marvel's Defenders. And I will be talking about The Wonderful Summer of Mickey Mouse. Since Katie is not here, I feel like we must let her um, recommendation start that's kind of a i don't know if that's a that's a compliment in her honor in her honor yes so this national geographic series is six episodes filled with all the creatures we know and love from our land the episodes are divided by regions of the country slash terrain and the animals specific to that area this series gives you an up-close view of some of america's iconic animals including bison moose Wolves and bald eagles. And in her notes, she put cues screeching in the background. However, I shall not put that in there. (laughs) You're welcome. Ryan? Marvel's Defenders takes the four New York City heroes and brings them together to face their common enemy, the Hand. The Hand, not to be confused with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles' enemy, the Foot, is a global crime organization dating back to ancient times with ties to the mystic dimensions like Kunlun and Talo. The four heroes I talked about in the last few episodes, who are used to working on their own, must put aside their differences to save their city in this Avengers-style miniseries. With the latest news that Matthew Cox and Vincent D'Onfro are returning in Daredevil Reborn, it'll be interesting to see how much of these stories Marvel will choose to keep around. Spoilers. Everybody knows by now. I did see that, like, we have it listed at the bottom, but... (laughs) Spoilers for the end of the episode. It's relevant to what I'm talking about here. Interesting perspective. Okay, so it is time for the Summer Spectacular for Mickey, Minnie, Daisy, Donald, and Goofy. We open with Mickey in his boat speeding to the marina and a huge crash. The mayor then comes to accuse each and every one of the... Uh, sensational six of ruining the spectacular. Mickey is insistent on grabbing a perfect spot with a phone call to his crew. Unfortunately, the gang has had less than stellar spots for viewing fireworks in the past, and so they are all constantly trying to get to the spectacular on time. As as they make... No, they don't try. That's the whole point. Mickey's trying to get there early. This is why you shouldn't um, interrupt someone when they're talking. Mickey was trying to get there early. He just fell asleep in the boat before he left. (laughs) Yeah. Does he have narcolepsy? I don't know. That was kind of weird. Anyway, as they make their way, chaos ensues, and we see each of their individual point of views as they each get accused of ruining the spectacular. Um... We also see how they may, in fact, be responsible for the Summer Spectacular demise. It's a wonderful 23-minute adventure. And I'm also learning that I love Daisy Duck. And in this short, well, it's not really short. In this episode, um, she is very concerned about being late. 
um, which is probably my most toxic trait. But what, what, so Daisy also kind of explains in her, in her take, doesn't she, like, the reason why she is late is because she she doesn't doesn't want to be alone with a certain somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like me, she plans to be on time, but then things get in the way and cause her to be late. Yes. Which is really accurate. I don't like to waste my time. I don't like to get places early and then have to either awkwardly sit there or just, like, whatever. Anyway, so all that to say, I think it's a really cute piece. I love that we're bringing back 2D animation and these um, pie face versions of Mickey and Minnie are just really adorable. And I look forward to more of them in the future as we've been getting seasonal episodes and they're really cute. So that leads us into our uh, Marvel slash Mando minute. Obviously it's been Marvel minute for a hot a hot minute. Yes. Um, we are coming out of San Diego Comic-Con, um, and the news is, is plentiful. It's, it's quite, quite the information. Um, we got information on things that had been announced but not solidified. We, um, got a new name for a series. We got, we got a lot of information. Absolutely. All the information, Mm -hmm. and, and we're bringing it to you if you've been under a rock and... So we're going to bring you all the news. And some of these are literally one sentence. So um, just know that any of this information that I'm regurgitating for Marvel um, is is not written by me. So not only am I (laughs) not going to plagiarize, I am not um, taking responsibility for the quality or lack thereof of information. So, Spider-Man freshman year, Jeff Trammell teased the show with the cast of characters, and Ryan Mannerding, I'm not sure how to say his name, showed off the new Spider-Man suit design for the series. A fun reveal was that moderator Paul F. Tompkins will be playing a character in the series. A second season was also announced, aptly titled Spider-Man sophomore year. uh, Spider-Man freshman year is an animated series that follows Peter Parker on his way to becoming Spider-Man in the MCU with a journey unlike we've ever seen and a style that celebrates the character's early comic book roots. Executive producer Jeff Trammell serves as head writer. Spider-Man freshman year comes exclusively to Disney Plus in 2024. That is one of the only ones um, that we got without like a season attached. Um, so, you know, we've, 2024 is 12 months, so definitely interesting there. What if Brian Andrews and AC Bradley talked about the Emmy-nominated series and showed the the trailer for season two? The audience went wild when, at the end of the presentation, a surprise screening of one episode of the highly anticipated next season was shown, and a third season was announced. What if Season 2 continues the journey with The Watcher as our guide through the vast multiverse, introducing brand new and familiar faces throughout the MCU? The animated series questions, revisits, and twists classic Marvel cinematic moments with an incredible voice cast that includes a host of stars who reprise their iconic roles. Directed by executive producer Brian Andrews with executive producer A.C. Bradley as head writer, Season 2 of What If launches exclusively on Disney Plus in early 2023. So, in regards to that one, and not necessarily the show itself, but the the release that they wrote themselves, 
someone who works for Disney. Um, all the re- these are, and while Disney does own Marvel, these all came for the most part from Marvel. Right, but still, they work for the company. Mm-hmm. All the reports I'm seeing about the f- the episode that they showed, it wasn't the full episode. It was like clips and segments from the show, the episode. So I could be wrong about that, and this could be correct, and they could be like misrepresenting, not misrepresenting, but like miscommunicating what actually happened. But all the people on like TikTok and like YouTube and stuff are talking about like clips from an episode, not a full episode. So that's interesting. Okay. Marvel Zombies, Brian Andrews offered background on the series and its origins, spawning from an episode of What If Season 1, as well as concept art, which is terrifying. (laughs) The animated series Marvel Zombies from Marvel Studios reimagines the Marvel Universe as a new generation of heroes battle against an ever-spreading zombie scourge. Directed by executive producer. Executive producer Brian Andrews and written by executive producer Zeb Wells. Marvel Zombies will stream exclusively on Disney Plus. Ooh, it looks like there is not a date attached to that. So hmm. that's interesting. X Men '97 cheers erupted when Brad Winderbaum spoke fondly of the legacy of X Men, the animated series, and presented a sizzle reel featuring casts and creatives from the popular '90s animated show. X-Men 97 writer and executive producer Bo DeMaio then spoke about the new series, shared artwork, and presented an animated... Animatic? (laughs) Is it supposed to be animated? I have a question. AV piece. It it makes sense for it to be animated. I don't think animatic is a word. Unless it's a word that means to be animated. I don't know. Anyway, you guys can figure it out. DeMaio also mentioned that the show will use the original X-Men theme music. A second season was also announced. X-Men 97 is an animated series from Marvel Studios that explores new stories in the iconic 90s timeline of the original series. Bo DeMaio is executive producer and head writer. X-Men 97 will begin streaming exclusively on Disney Plus Fall 2023. Okay, so a quick Google... Animatic, a preliminary version of a movie produced by shooting successive sections of a storyboard and adding a soundtrack. I didn't know that that style had a name, but here we go. So, there you go. Okay. Um, Another thing that was revealed by Kevin Feige at the um, panel was Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania will be opening February 17th, 2023, which will be our first Marvel uh, release in the new year. Superhero partners Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne return to continue their adventures as Ant-Man and the Wasp. Together with Hope's parents, Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne, the family finds themselves exploring the quantum realm, interacting with strange nude creatures, and embarking on an adventure that will push them beyond the limits of what they thought was possible. Rod told the crowd, Scott is pretty pleased with himself in his role with saving the universe. He even wrote a book about it, titled Look Out for the Little Guy. Family is a big theme for the movie, as the whole cast teased, but when asked about the Scott-Cassie dynamic, considering he was gone for so much of her life, both stars are mum. Cassie is becoming who she's meant, who she's supposed to be, Newton offered up, and I don't want to say anything else. So, I'm excited for this movie. It it sounds really fun, and from the description of a scene that was shown, 
I'm very excited for what this movie in particular sets up for like the next phase of Marvel. It's going to be awesome. Um, another thing that has to do with Marvel is the Disney Wish recently opened. Opened? Started setting sail? I don't know what the right term is. That's about right. Setting sail. Okay. Um, For the Disney Cruises, and it includes an Ant-Man themed dinner, which is adorable. Because who doesn't love Paul Rudd? Because he lives on the ship now. <laughs> yes. Um... Kevin Feige also announced that Marvel Studios' Captain America New World Order will release in theaters on May 3rd, 2024. Um, he also announced Marvel Studios' Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will release in theaters on May 5th, 2023 with a new logo. There were a lot of Guardians on hand to dish about the highly anticipated third installment of Guardians of the Galaxy. With director James Gunn taking the lead, cast members Chris Pratt, Karen Gillian, Palm Clement, Oof. Clement Teeth, Sean Gunn, Will Poulter, and Maria, Maria, and Maria Bakalov, mm, Bakalova, Bakalova, who yes. is playing a brand new character, Cosmo the Dog, took part in it. Am I wrong? No, I, 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 that's a callback face. to the first. Uh, uh, Guardian, that's cool. Okay, you made a face, so I was concerned that I was wrong. Um, they took plate part in an engaging discussion. As for the footage shown in Hall H, it made everyone on the stage and in the audience emotional, as Gunn noted that this is the end of this arc for the Guardians crew. I think it's really been about telling one story between the three films with a couple of sideways adventures, he explained to the crowd. But I think it really is about the one story. This is the final arc that we began at the very beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy, with Peter Quill, with Rocket, seeing where Nebula goes, and even Kraglin, who started out as saying one or two lines in the first movie, and is now a main Guardian of the Galaxy. Much to my dismay. But, before they begin, that was not part of the quote, that, that was my um, opinion. But before they can get to the end, this ragtag group has to go back to the beginning, specifically rocket's beginning the film will explore his early days and if you thought baby groot was cute just wait until you see baby rocket quote when i first started doing guardians of the galaxy i was like i don't know it sounds a little goofy i thought it was going to be bugs bunny joins the avengers gun continued but then i thought there is a talking raccoon how is he real where did he come from I realized he was the saddest creature in the universe. And that's what this story is about, to a great extent. Another sad thing in the movie, addressing the crowd, Pratt noted that Star-Lord is still reeling from the events of Avengers Endgame, considering that the love of his life, Gamora, doesn't know who he is anymore. Yeah, cue the tears. In Marvel Studios, Guardians of... The that part was actually in the press release. I didn't. I didn't add that. In Marvel Studios' Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, our beloved band of misfits are looking a bit different these days. Peter Quill, still reeling from the loss of Gamora, must rally his team around him to defend the universe along with protecting one of their own. A mission that, if not completed successfully, could possibly lead to the end of the Guardians as we know them. Okay, I hope y'all are ready because after that extremely long and um, very informative piece we have, Marvel Studios' Avengers, The King Dynasty, will release on May 2nd, 2025. That's always out there. 
<laughs> and that's all the information. Secret Invasion um, will be arriving on Disney Plus in spring 2023. Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn reprise their roles as Nick Fury and Talos. Black Panther, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, a brand new teaser trailer and poster for the upcoming movie have arrived, once again inviting viewers back to Wakanda, arriving in theaters November 11th, 2022. Um, there was not a dry eye in the um, I hope there wasn't. hall. Um, I have a friend that was there, and she, like, even her telling me about it, she got emotional. It was kind of awesome. Echo, following the events of Hawkeye, Maya Lopez's ruthless behavior in New York City catches up with her in her hometown, streaming exclusively on Disney Plus in summer 2023. Also arriving on Disney Plus in se- summer 2023... Loki season two. I'm so excited. I've been seeing pictures being leaked from wherever the heck they're filming. All over the place. And it's so perfect. And it just makes my heart really happy. So I hope you guys are just as excited for Loki as I am. I'm also excited that it's releasing in the summer. It's a great time. (laughs) So Blade. Mahershala? Mahershala? Mareshala. We're going to go with that. Ali stars in the upcoming movie arriving in theaters on November 3rd, 2023. Ironheart. Meet Riri Williams, first in Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and then in her own solo series, arriving fall 2023 on Disney+. Another thing I'm super excited for, Agatha Coven of Chaos, arriving winter 2023 on Disney+. I am very curious what happened to the name House of Harkness, but, you know, I, I'm i probably never going to get that answer. No. Which is disappointing, because House of Harkness, it has the same alliteration as Coven of Chaos. I, I just, that, I have questions. I, I'm slightly curious if it means that it'll be a departure from the comic books. Because obviously, House of Harkness is something that's in the comic books. Hmm. Got questions. That name has gone to the same place they keep Mark Ruffalo, right? Is that, is that how you're supposed to say it? Ruffalo? Yeah. The same place they keep Mark Ruffalo between movies, so he doesn't spoil anything. Uh, okay. As I alluded to earlier, Daredevil, Born Again, The Man Without Fear Returns, with both Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onfrio, reprising the roles as Matt Murdock and Wilson Fisk, respectively. The original series arrives spring 2024 on Disney+. Also, I, also I see why I said Matthew Cox instead of Charlie Cox, because his name in the you, show is you put, Matthew. You put his name together. Yes. yes. We all make mistakes. Everybody has those That's my days. one. That's my one. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Everybody gets that way. If you're a millennial, you know what I just referenced. If you're not, sorry about you. I'm a millennial. I don't get what you just referenced. Thunderbolts, an exciting new group of heroes arriving in theaters July 26, 2024. Fantastic Four, Marvel's first family, arrives in theaters November 8, 2024. Production kicks off next year for the feature film that introduces Marvel's most iconic family. So... I mean, I know it's multiverse, but, like, John Krasinski's going to be in it, right? We are assuming so at this point until we're told otherwise. Okay. Okay. Yes. 
And then lastly, but not least, Avengers Secret Wars, Marvel Studios' signature style of an adventure in theaters November 7th, 2025. That's a lot of, that's a lot of info. It is a lot of info, and I was surprised at the amount of information that was dropped at uh, Comic-Con. Um, there was also a bunch of Marvel comic book stuff that was released. I don't care about that. You probably don't care. You probably don't even care about anything we just said. But you are a kind soul in listening to my podcast because you love me. <laughs> uh, however, I'm really curious at what they're going to have for us on Disney Plus Day in September. Because there is a day that's designated for Marvel. I believe Marvel and Lucasfilm share the Saturday slot. Um so I'm very intrigued as to what they're going to talk about. Well, I mean, they probably expand on some of this that they're talk they're, they're releasing here, but also like there's probably some other stuff that they're going to they're going to allude to and drop in there. Um but it's also I find it, find it very brave of Marvel to put all these exact dates dates in here and and like like not necessarily exact cuz I'm seeing a lot of like season of this year. But it's still kind of brave with how pushed back the last phase has been. And because, you know, some shows were filmed first, but then they got pushed back to make room for something else that fit better. It's just. There was also a global pandemic. No, 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 no. no. That, that had nothing to do with this. That had nothing to do with this. I'm just saying, like. That had nothing to do with that's this. That's why they can confidently s- state dates. Um, and well, I think I'm just, also. I'm just saying, like, like. It's awfully brave of them. Okay, whatever. I also think by doing this, they really stake their claim on the relate on the release calendar because no one wants to release the same weekend as a Marvel movie. That's fair. Absolutely. So, I'm really interested as to what will release alongside Black Panther Wakanda Forever um here in November. Uh, because I feel like for a while that date was a little iffy um, due to COVID. And so I'm intrigued as to what might be released alongside of it. Any thoughts about this? I I feel like we kind of talked about them as we, as we went through them. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see where this goes and what they bring to us. Um, I've I've tried to keep an open mind with Phase Four and and what's coming up for Phase Five. I'm 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 not as diehard that this is that that it's a sinking ship kind of thing. I I feel like if you go in with an open mind, this is still some quality content they're bringing to you, and I'm just ready to be captivated again. I think for some Marvel fans that are fans of the films and not necessarily fans of the comics. That's where a lot of the struggle comes in because we've had these really tight and compact phases mm-hmm. and tight and compact characters. You know, we had a small group of Avengers that grew um, and we came to love each and every one of them. But now not only do we have this large group of Avengers that many of them have died, we also have the potential of them being in another multiverse. And I think that is something that's wild. Yeah, and and honestly, if you look at like the early like the phase one of of the MCU, those movies weren't really interconnected except for you know Nick Fury and some of the Shield appearances and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. but they didn't have overarching themes and 
the villains weren't carrying over and, and you know, effects weren't, weren't, you know, being felt by the other heroes and stuff until you get to past Avengers and, and phase two and stuff like that. So, um, I have faith that this, that this is going to be another rock star slate of, of movies and like, I'm just going to be here for it. They're going to have my money. They know it. Well, I'm so glad you were on. We missed Katie and hope that she will be back joining us soon. Absolutely. I'm so glad you joined us for this week's Princess in the Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Princess in the Podcast and on Twitter at Princess Pod. Visit our website, princessinthepodcast.com. I hope you live happily ever after.